Welcome back to the Joseph Caesar, the podcast that runs weekly life experiments, questions, assumptions, and explores new ways of thinking. Today, we have another conversation with my good friend, Alex, the third part, the trifecta, brother, the ending, the right here. It's all good too. fights have three fights, you know, the one where the oh, guy, yeah, the trilogy, the trilogy, the that's the word Trinity, trilogy, all that good shit. Three. All that good shit. Pretty number. And, um. It's uh, it's uh, December third, twenty twenty, baby. So, three different podcasts we've recorded at three different periods in the uh, year twenty twenty. Perhaps the longest year ever, huh? Ah, uh, that's what everybody's saying. That yeah. is what everybody's saying. But for us, it's been a real fucking fun year, dude. It's uh, it's wild. It's wild. I feel like this year was longer than the last five years I've had, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yes. Probably the best way to put it. A lot of reasons, not just the pandemic, but but the fact of the journey that we embarked upon. Yeah, we've, we individually, as individuals, changed the a lot. We've been through a lot. Fuck you money months, huh? Ooh. That we discovered that was like, fuck, fuck you. you money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the podcast is taking a, a new direction. And, and you, you see, the last time you came on, you were talking about you were. I think you were playing with the idea of I might join the navy. Yeah, I join spec ops. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot a lot of what we talked about. I'm gonna be honest with you. I did too. <laughs> but I do remember you saying that. I think that was, that that we we were reminiscing a lot. No, we. Weren't. I think we were. I think our minds during that podcast were in the past, mm. reliving the past. That's. Uh, I would say that's what we talked about. Hey, new approach. I am taking the new approach. I'm going to try it without the stand. I think I tried the same thing last podcast. Really? How'd that go? Uh, last put... podcast with you. Oh. And I think I bailed halfway through, which I think I might do the same thing here. Yeah, it's too much work, man. Maybe. Free, you, you said freedom, right? Freedom, freedom when you have the microphone in your hand away from like, this little I can tripod. Left, right, yeah. I also need some better tripods. I feel like th- th- that freedom's very limited still. <laughs> Yeah, you, you do have a point of being of me needing um some what is this called um portable podcast equipment. Yeah, it'd be dope if all this shit was wireless, right? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Right. I am looking at getting some wireless mics. Wires are taking up. We have a circular. We're on a circular table, and they're taking about seventy-five percent of the table surface. Yeah, it's a lot of wires. Bunch but, of wires. Dude, this podcast is gonna be about. It's about people. I want to. I want to take people. I want to bring people practical shit they can use in their lives, right? And okay. you, my friend, have accomplished a goal you set for yourself a few months ago. I did, and uh, indubitably, my job here is to pick your brain. Sure, dissect the way. How you? How you did it? I say we begin with the first question, which actually I came up with right now as we were talking before. You said uh, you finished your meal, and you were like, "This is uh, my favorite meal ever." So for the audience, could you tell us what is your favorite meal? What does your favorite meal consist of? Oh, well, I said favorite meal of the day. Favorite meal of the day. Yeah. Not ever. Okay. My bad. Mac and cheese. <laughs> Mac and cheese is my favorite meal ever. All right. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Um, but my favorite meal of the day, uh, currently I'm dieting. Mm-hmm. Well, not dieting, but I'm just like on a meal regiment i don't know how to say it it's not a hard diet it's for sustainability and effectiveness yeah and that one's i eat about i would say i eat three meals maybe two big meals and then like a small breakfast and that 
that meal that I had, you could either call it one or two. And uh, that's my favorite meal of the day. It mm. consists of four eggs, no yolks extracted or anything like that, seasoned with kosher salt, crushed pepper, mm. um, spinach. You throw the spinach in the eggs as you cook it. Uh, half a small avocado on top, ketchup, and then on the sides you got three sausage links and a serving of cottage cheese. And yeah, man, that's it's fucking. Oh, God. it hits. You're the first person that taught me that cottage cheese could be something other than a dessert. You're the first person that taught me that cottage cheese could be a dessert. <laughs> 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 I, I think I first saw you eat cottage cheese as a dessert when we were when we were in quarantine. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> the quarantine's taking a toll on his mind." <laughs> the man, the man has lost his fucking wits. I was watching you put cottage cheese next to your fucking like chicken, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" No, this man. guy's out of his fucking mind. I'm pretty sure. I can't be pretty sure, but I would say it's a 50-50 around the globe or the consumers of cottage cheese, like 50% eat it as dessert, 50% eat it as a side like myself. Yeah, but now I'm in this, uh, now I'm in like the, uh, I'm in both now. I like both now. I've never tried yours. You never tried, dude, try it with some some fucking honey and some some berries. Okay. Incredible, out of this world. I'm awfully full right now. I would do it right now, but I'm fucking full. Going back to your meal, how did you uh, how did you come up with this? Like uh, these, you always eat this, right? Every day, same. Try to. It's a very flexible diet. It's a very flexible diet. How did you come up with the items that you were gonna eat? Uh, it's things that I like. So, damn. If you want me to run through it, do whatever you want. All right. So I intermittent fast first of all, and uh, I don't intermittent fast for like. all the claims that like oh when you're fasted uh you, your body burns fat all this shit and uh if that happens cool but i eat it for calorie control simply it's easier for me to deal with the hunger in the morning especially when i'm busy it suits my lifestyle as well to deal with hunger in the morning and just like, you're hungry, but who cares? You got to do this. Take my mind off of it. I'm not hungry. Uh, as if I would, instead, if I was like eating breakfast in the morning, like at, when I wake up and then lunch, like maybe like at noon and then dinner, like at six, seven, mm-hmm. that's harder for me, I think mentally. Mm. And I'll end up snacking and get off track. That's why I intermittent fast. So my first meal starts at 2 p.m. It's oatmeal. Just fucking oatmeal, almond milk, cinnamon, some honey. Gorgeous. Oh. Uh, strawberries. I'll eat six strawberries just because six strawberries, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I have it, two cuties and a protein shake. That's my first. Every day, this is the same thing. Two cuties, the number stays the same? Does it if I have matter? it. Oh, okay. So cuties, I'll buy cuties when they're on sale. <laughs> and what's the point of do, do any of these have a purpose or is just is uh, it just that you like these oatmeal foods? i heard i saw a video so that first meal oatmeal they say it's like a good like uh it's basically 
it's just like a energy source. Mm. So your first meal should be like a good energy source. So I'm like, all right, oatmeal, way to go. Carbs, some protein in it, healthy, nice. Filling, quite filling in a small amount. Yeah. Dope. Get that out of the way. And then the protein shake, um, I think it just complements the food. Mm. That protein shake with milk. Yeah. And then the fruits, I'll eat the fruits. I'll either space out the fruits or eat them right next to the, the meal. But uh, the fruits are just to get my fruits in. Eat my fruits. And then and then the next meal will come around like 4.35. And that's the meal I just described. My favorite one with the eggs. Followed immediately by a banana pancake, which you, which you say has a delectable scent. Yeah. You're always noticing when I cook it um consists of two eggs and a banana that's it that's the batter throw it on a pan that has that's greased up with butter and boom make a pancake then one of the best discoveries i've ever made low sugar and low calorie syrup tastes exactly like syrup huge ass bottle 120 (laughs) calories in the entire bottle it's five calories per serving i'm like oh gorgeous gotcha. plus i think the banana pancake tastes like shit without it <laughs> <laughs> and so you're you 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 design your diet around like hitting a certain number of calories right no 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 um my main goal was first of all to make it tasty with foods i like mm. so little things like i discovered i don't like oatmeal with regular milk it tastes like shit can't eat it i like oatmeal with almond milk so I buy two different kinds of milks each time. That's I'll, I'll buy almond milk for my oatmeal, and then I'll buy uh, fat-free, high-protein milk for my milkshakes. And that's the only milk I drink. So those that's, are my two milks. That that's interesting. And you've stuck to this diet for like months, no? Since I started Spec Ops back in September 1st was the first day I went to training. And I don't do it based off calories. I just, I just simply track... Uh, my my protein macro. Yeah. No carbs. Who gives a fuck about carbs, or how much carbs I'm eating, how much fats I'm eating. I need to hit my protein goal for the day each day, Damn. and I go off the rule, uh, a gram of protein per pound I weigh, per for per pound of body weight. Gotcha. So right now I'm like at a, 187, so 187 grams of protein a day. All right. Pretty simple rule. The uh, yeah, I like the. It's interesting how you kept it simple for you. You made it really enjoyable, so you could stick with it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the point. I was actually talking about Jeremy. To Jeremy is like, fitness is a lifestyle, and what that means is just that like, don't go hard for like two months on a bullshit diet, and then regain all that back yeah. because it was so god awful for you. Yeah eat some bad shit you need to eat some bad shit that's that's psychological warfare if you're just going like chicken and rice damn near every meal Mm -hmm. and unless you make it taste really good unless you like it yeah unless unless you like it that's what i'm saying unless you like it but it should be on the healthy side yeah dude and that's one of the things that james clear talks about in his book atomic habits he talks about one of the like the the rules for making habits is make them easy yeah <laughs> make yeah, them easy make them easy if you make them easy 
then there's no problem sticking uh, sticking with it. The other, the inverse of that is make it difficult, and that's how to break a bad habit. How do you break a bad habit? You make it difficult, and uh, ooh, like and, uh, cigarettes and high tax. Yeah, or like not buying foods that you know you would. Oh eat. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's so, what I'm gonna do. The guys actually get the actually the guys get mad at me because uh, sometimes I'll snack on their snacks. Ah uh, yeah, and they're like. You you never have anything a snack on. I was like, that's on purpose, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> By design. Yeah. And, and so that's a problem, right? When you're living with someone who has the snacks and they're just right there. They're there. Yeah, it's right there. Look at those tr- those tricks have been staring me in the Dude, fucking face. Dude, those fucking tricks. <laughs> I fucking saw them when I walked in and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> they're slapping you in the face. <laughs> but, you know, and you, you've, you've kept this diet. You accomplish your goal your goal was to get into spec ops and you uh, you said it last time i'm gonna join the navy and I'm, i want to get a uh, contract to go into special operations yep and yep, yep, yep. you know back then you i remember you telling me at one point um dude because you were practicing for the test yeah. you're like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do it do you remember that yeah was it where you were like yeah uh, uh you I were kind of iffy that day i think it was that day we did the podcast or something i had been running mock the test is called the PST. Yeah. It's a physical test. I don't know, a physical standard test. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it was called the PST, and I was running mock. A uh, thing that I didn't have access to was a pool, or like a, um, a measured pool, or like a measured body of water. Uh-huh. Where if like I swim this, I know how long I swam. So like an Olympic-sized pool or something like that. I didn't have access to that. Prior to that day, Jeremy's like, oh, my gym has a pool. Let's go try it out. Fucking jump in the pool. I do uh, the laps, uh, or I try to do the laps. I'm supposed to do 10 laps, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gassed halfway on one. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> and I was going to go to training the next day. <laughs> I was like, oh, I underestimated this because I was, I was passing everything else. Yeah. It was uh, push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Uh and a mile and a half run, mm. which I was taking mock tests and I was doing fine. And then I got into the pool and I was like, ah, fuck you dumbass, you underestimated it. So I was just like, yeah, I don't know about this. Now you couldn't swim a uh, one lap in a, one, in a pool. I what is that, 50 meters? 25. 25 bro. meters? You I would gas? I would say I was gas at like 15 meters. <laughs> okay, now what's incredible here is that now you and me, we go out to Barden Springs pool. Woo! Every week, hell and yeah! You swim an eighth of a mile, like eighth. nothing. And you're sometimes you've swam two or three. Yeah, yeah. So you've swam, and it's not it's not an eighth of a mile. No, no, it's one. It's two eighths of a mile. Two eighths of a it's mile. Going and back. Yeah, going and back. I'll do that two or three times. So maybe wow. a mile, close to a mile. Yeah, about a, almost a mile. Almost yeah. a mile. Um, how, that's fucking crazy. How do you go? And this is only how many months later? Like three months later? Today, yeah. December 1st, two days ago, marked September, one month, two months, three months. Oh, okay. So October 1st, uh-huh. one month. November 1st, two months. December 1st, three months. Okay. It's been three months since I first like jumped in the pool. Dude. And so how do you go from not being gassed to being able to swim fucking almost a mile? Um, nothing. It was all on the first day, man, of training. I go go to San Antonio, fucking hour out. Scared shitless. 
Mm-hmm. Um. I show up this guy. He has to pick me up because I don't have the credentials to get in. My name's not on any kind of list like everybody else's. He's like, uh, he's new. And then I was, I was picking this guy's brain. Uh, now a good friend of mine, Juan Alacron, 19 uh-huh. year old kid. I think he just turned 20 recently. Um, I was asking him a whole bunch of questions before we got to the pool. I was just like, so how is it? Like, what do we do? He was like, oh, well, yeah, it's pretty easy. I mean, we just warm up with like a 500 yard. <laughs> and I was like, huh. <laughs> I was like, that's the test, right? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but that's uh, also our warm up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh. <laughs> I get there, find out it's not even a fucking 25 meter pool. It's a 50 meter length pool. So I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Uh, show up. Uh, this guy, my instructor, Tiha, uh, he's like, adios? I was like, yeah. He's like, you gotta sign some papers. <laughs> Basically, he's like, hey, if you die, I mean, like, you could die. Just know that you could die. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. It was, I mean, it's very legal yeah. and just yeah, like. Yeah, the waiver. It's kind of like you, when you waiver. go to a gym. Yeah, yeah. If you die, you die. You die. You fucking you die. You ain't gonna sue us. Yeah. And then I was like, all right. Well, because, I mean, I was going in there, and I still have the very uh, the mentality that, like, I've lived a... F- it's, it's satisfying. <laughs> what are you sorry, doing sorry. with the fucking... What are you rubber doing band. with the rubber it's band? Suction. Over here, it's suction over here. My the bad. The audience is going to hear that. My bad. Just, my bad. My bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck's going on? It's my ADHD. It's my caffeine. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I was going into that program with that mentality, and I still have it today. If it wasn't for the mentality of just like, hey, you could die. You could die. Simply, you could die. So that mentality is what, what, what did that do? It was you? a tool. It was a huge tool. And it was, it's probably the tool that kept me in, in telling yourself you could die. Yeah. It's like, just, you could die. Just, if you're going to die, die, just fucking let yourself die. Cause I remember I was swimming. I was so tired and I was like, holy fuck, the lifeguards are going to have to get me. And, and then when I, after I thought that I was still swimming and i was so tired and i think i was like at 25 meters and these guys are just lapping me fucking (laughs) olympians and i was like i was like wow um you know that so i got assigned a job i don't know if the other podcast talks about it but i got assigned a job First of all, like first and foremost, I got assigned a job. And yeah. then you would have to go and try to get this other job, this contract, the special operations contract. So I already have another contract to be a sonar technician mm. on a on the boat. And then uh, it came with a $10,000 bonus. And I was just like, hey, that's when that shit entered my mind. Like, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Wait, when you were, so like during while as training? Swimming, as you're on swimming, on my first day. I'm like, sonar technician's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then, so that, that thought entered my mind. It's like, nah, your other job's cool too, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I just I, keep thinking like, hey, you came here and if you say you're going to die, that shouldn't even be a thought. Like, how is the thought of death easy? Like... How is that thought that sonar technician is fine going to surpass the, that the thought of death is fine, if that makes sense? So you're, you're saying if you're okay with death, 
why why are you okay with basically yeah mm-hmm. with sonar technician uh-huh. why are you okay with quitting so if you're go if you're okay with to going as far as death to yeah. train for this why would you settle is that what you're yeah basically yeah it's a hard thought or it doesn't make sense thinking about it, it doesn't make sense and now you're good well what did it, it but it did something for you yeah it's just like just keep going just like uh you feel like shit doesn't matter just throw your body that's all you gotta do mm. throw your body it's like jumping off and i remember every time that i got to the wall i would hang on to the wall and i was just like oh fuck i'm tired i'm on the other side i know you i remember you telling me like, and then i was just like and and then it's like it's fine <laughs> it's fine if you die it's fine mm. uh, accept it accept it give yourself accept it and then once i said that i would push off the wall i'd uh, push off the wall into the deep deep water just like so it was it. a sense of like let's see how far we can go yeah and then every time i got to the wall i was just like all you gotta do is push off again and uh, you're still alive <laughs> wow so it's the the learning of that then there's nothing to fear yeah if death is what you fear but if you're not dying you just keep going yeah yeah what that's a, what a fucking tool yeah it was a tool it was definitely a tool and i still use it today because there's times in the water where i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> like ah <laughs> i'm <Yeah>. not breathing <laughs> and what do you tell yourself then um it's okay to die first of all and then usually i mean like i'm up and i'm, I'm just swimming so like i'm taking a breath and mm-hmm. just, i have to remind myself that hey you're getting oxygen like yeah. it's not like you're not getting oxygen you might be tired and you might feel like you're you're wanting to breathe heavy but you you can't breathe heavy it's like it's like you're running but your your breath isn't under your your breath has to be under your control like you know when you get real tired of running you just start huffing and puffing like (gasps) hyperventilating you can't hyperventilate you start sucking in water yeah so you just have to remind yourself like hey your body's getting ample amounts of oxygen you're Mm. fine this is this thing you're talking about you're controlling your body right being able (laughs) to control your body and i see how it ties in with what you're saying now that you would remind yourself you you can die and if you die just die yeah because what makes you freak out is the thought of death. Yeah. Right? The thought that you want to prevent this. So to prevent death, I need to do everything I can to just stay alive right now. And it'll be moving. Wasting energy. Wasting energy, moving around in the water, even though moving around in the, in the water. And that's, like that's the number one around. thing. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who's ever drowning, the worst possible thing you could do is panic. Because mm. panicking creates motion through your body. Motion through your body takes away oxygen from your body into your muscles, and then, well, if if you're if you're sucking in water, you're gonna need that oxygen. And if it's going to your movements instead of like I guess your lungs, yeah, well, then you're just fucking yourself over. Wow, use it to center yourself, and then you just kept going. Remember, I told you that I would go to the gym sometimes and start running, and then I there was a point where I was just like, you could die, just die here. Die yeah. fucking here. Keep going. Yeah. Fucking die here. If you're going to die, you're going to die right here. All thoughts Keep of going. the future go out of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful spot to be in. Dude. I love it. It it brings you to the present like n- almost nothing else. It it brings all your focus into that moment. Yeah. Of like you don't you're not thinking about like uh the car ride back to Austin. Or you're not thinking about 
do I want kids? <laughs> or even your next meal. Yeah. You're thinking about that second in time. And uh, that's what you need. That's what you need is all your focus. Mm. It really, I think it brings great focus to a, a period of time. Whoa. It brings great focus to the present. Yeah. Yeah, dude. There's a book called The, the, um, the Inner Game of Tennis. And it talks about more. It's not just about tennis. It talks about like learning the uh, how to get present while you're doing something physical. So it's how to be in the moment so that you can allow your self-conscious self like to take over. And if you're present, if you're just in each moment and not thinking about what the movie you're about to do, you can perform better. Yeah. According to this book. Yeah. So you just let yourself take over with each moment. Yeah, that's a, that's the beauty of Spec Ops. It's helped me understand that one. I want to take almost complete control of my body. Yeah. That and and so and now that leads you to swimming almost a fucking mile. Yeah. In the, in the morning. That's how we got here. In the cold. In the cold. I love the cold. I met I met a navy a navy seal candidate. Yeah. Who's uh fucking crazy first of all mm -hmm. his idea i mean i think we all talk about it in the spec ops like pool um all the candidates that are in there or everybody who's contracted now everybody who's in the program um him i remember him saying like he was like i love fitness so much uh and i want to push my body that i'm willing to die to see how far my body could go and that's his i guess perspective mm -hmm. but like everybody had like a common factor and it was like yeah death <laughs> you gotta accept it well yeah it's in I, I i like that and, and of course i'm not a, like an elite athlete even though i'd like to be that's like the goal an elite athlete and i want to see i want to get myself in a situation to where it's like Mandatory. not near death but where no. it's like you're really pushing the limits i really want to push the limits and a person that comes to mind that pushes the limits uh, Tim Kennedy when he messaged when he sent that message of like oh, yeah. I just train like an animal. <laughs> I want to train. I train like someone ready to tear somebody's head off. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I, you know, people like that who are actually like pushing each workout. Maybe not each workout, right? But every every so often, maybe every month, they have like a day that they push to yeah. see how far you can push. Yeah. yeah and it's a. Uh, I think I fell in love with it. Uh. I remember it, it happened when I was running. It was my first PST. Mm -hmm. So the first day of training, I didn't PST. You're supposed to, but it wasn't scheduled. Yeah. But I think it was like a week after my first training day that I PST'd. And when I was PSTing, I was so tired when I was running. What's PST? The test, the, the test to get the contract. Okay. The special operations contract. Um, so I was PSTing and I was running my mile and a half. And um, the nerves of the first pst they get in the way so like i was good at swimming and then i don't know where i was shit like my first time i was getting better at swimming and then it's, it felt like my first day in the pool because you were nervous yeah and it gets everybody and you just i got rid of it after my first time and i remember when i was running i ran horribly slow because i my heart was beating as if i had just ran an intense mile yeah although i haven't even started <laughs> running the mile how did you get over the the nerves the second time oh i just sort of knew what to expect i knew where i was gonna be i knew what pool i knew what, what the track looked like mm. i knew how the test was conducted um 
the cup. It was just familiar. Gotcha. It was just familiar, so I was more at ease. Yeah, like repetition. Yeah. Like a second repetition. Yeah, so that's how I got over that. And um, I remember I was so tired, and then I was just like, Alex, you're, you're so tired. Like, you should, like, slow down or start walking or just, like, mm-hmm. fucking give up. And then and I heard myself in my mind say that. And then out of nowhere, fucking another Alex came out of nowhere in my mind. It's like, no, bitch, this is what you've been chasing. This is the edge. This is what you want. Like, understand that this is what you want. Like, this is you pushing yourself as far as you've pushed yourself. Like, this is as far as you push yourself. Like, this is it. And you have so much more you could push yourself to. And, I, and then I just kept running. And it was dope. And uh, I remember, I'll remember that moment forever because that's when... That's when I realized that I was like, yeah, fuck it. I really like it. I really like, I call it the edge. I call it the edge. It's mm-hmm. like where you're just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> and then you're, once you realize that you're saying I can't do it, you're there. Mm-hmm. You're there on the edge. It's a mental battle, but it's fucking dope. And I like wow. being there because your body keeps going. Yeah. It's like, you're saying I can't do it as you're doing it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah, man. Take me through a, let's see, uh, take me through a typical workout real quick. Like, uh, what, do you, what, is, what was your typical workout for training uh, up to the test that you uh, passed? First test? Yeah, up to the test that you then passed. Okay. Well, you, first, pa- f- first test, I flunked. Oh, you flunked the first yeah, test? Yeah, which was wild because... I guess it was like due to improper research on my part, but there are, I guess the program's full of, it's five, there's five special operations jobs in the Navy. Mm-hmm. The main and most known is Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah. Second is SWIC. Uh, dope ass motherfuckers on like speedboats. They operate in like these like fast maneuverable, they're not dinghies, but they're like heavy metal boats that could move fast river operations Mm -hmm. shit like that um they're like right below seal so like usually if like somebody can't do seal they'll go to swick and then like i guess i guess you could say lower tier it's less intense training i think like you don't have to go through hell week or shit uh it's navy diver when they die they're divers Mm -hmm. they wear like the whole uh round round diver suit so they could go deep deep. into water navy divers um eod the bomb technicians Mm -hmm. and then what i'm going for is air rescue swimmer jump out of a helicopter try to save some lives (laughs) then yeah so it's it's those five um it's those five jobs yeah and I thought there's, so the test is structured a swim first, a 500 yard swim in under 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Or so I thought. It's like that, even for seals, mm-hmm. to pass to be a seal on the swim, you have to get under 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Everybody's like that except for air rescue, my job. I didn't know it had to be under 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. My first swim, I'm actually pretty proud. I was swimming like shit. Um, 
I did 12 minutes and 16 seconds. And my guy told me, my instructor told me as I was getting out of the pool, like dead tired, he was like 12 minutes, 16 seconds. And I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, this is the part I had to worry about. And I thought I passed. And then like once I had finished my run, which is the last portion, he's like, you failed. I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he's like, it has to be 12 minutes. I was like, piece of shit. And then so this 12 minutes, 500 yard swim. 10 minute break this is usually when we get dressed out of our speedos mm -hmm. into like workout gear uh then you, you hit 42 push-ups in under two minutes minimum um after that you get two minute rest 50 sit-ups in under two minutes two minute rest uh and this is where it like changes up a little bit um four pull-ups minimum for air rescue six pull-ups minimum for eod and navy diver and then 10 pull-ups minimum for seal and swick and then the mile and a half run has to be under 12 minutes and 30 seconds for everybody so that's the test that's the test if you pass that test boom you get yourself a special operations contract eh, it's not that bad yeah a lot of people can do it i say a lot of people could do it well but like how did you get there you did that every day you did that same no. like a run swim. What did you no, run? No, so that's swim? the test, and here's how we built up to it. Uh, actually, there's no set routine. Uh, your instructor instructs you. Mm. So it's just different every day. Did Dif you have anything that you did every day, or like uh, every week? Yeah, it's my after. Uh, so Mondays, I did weights. 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 Weights is what I did after. And what I still do. Um, Mondays is legs. Yeah. Tuesdays is back and buys. Mm -hmm. Wednesdays or Thursday. Uh, no, Wednesdays I'll usually take off. I'll do yoga. I'll do a yoga class. And the Barton Creek swim. Or the Barton pool swim. And then a yoga class. Either on Wednesday or Thursday. And then either on Wednesday or Thursday I'll do um, chest day. Chest and tries. And then on Friday, I'll alternate. So one week, I'll do shoulders and core. And then the week after that, I'll do a full body day consisting of just uh, my three main compound lifts, which is I'll start with legs. I'll run through my, like, uh, I mean squat. I'll start with squat. Then I'll do deadlift. And then I'll do bench press. And then that'll be my day. And then following week so every other week i'll do one or the other does that make sense so wait so after the full body day yeah. or full body friday uh, the next week on friday is shoulders and core oh okay, okay okay and then the following friday after that is full body friday again which yeah. is just three exercises it's a full body friday damn so you're working out even after like the work yeah yeah you have you don't have to you you saw that it helped it helped so you also much. started sleeping a lot right dude i sleep so much i started napping i started yeah as i was so tired after my after my first workout yeah. i mean i had to wake up at fucking 4 a.m to get to san antonio by well that's just my preference i wake up at 4 a.m i get everything together i have my cup of coffee i leave austin at 520 
So I'll give myself like an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, I do stretches. I make my bed, you know. Yeah. Nice little morning routine. That's why I wake up at 4. Get up at 4. 5.20, I'm out. Takes me about an hour to San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Leaves me 40 minutes because the workout starts at 7. But usually that factors in like uh, if I had to piss on the way. (laughs) Uh, Traffic and... At the military base, I don't have a military ID. None of us do. We all go based off of a list, and there's, I mean, there's obviously guards. So there's, like, yeah. fuckers with M4s, and you just have to give them your ID. It's like, I'm on a list. And, like, either they'll have the list or they won't. And so, like, you deal with a whole bunch of shit. You got to call your instructor. It's like, hey, they ain't got the fucking list today. <laughs> and so, like, usually that'll take time. And it also factors in the pre-workout shit mandatory yeah lose a little weight before you get into the pool gets faster and uh yeah and then workout 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 starts at set dude there's lines to the two fucking toilets that are in the men's locker room yeah yeah. there's lines of spec ops dude just waiting to shit (laughs) (laughs) um it's good luck if you don't take a fucking shit before the pst that's that's an omen right there no yeah (laughs) i (laughs) I do take a shit after, before every workout. Yeah, it's mandatory. Yeah, it just feels, it feels like you gotta. Yeah, you so, gotta let some of yesterday go. So you gotta sleep, and I was so tired after my first workout. I worked. I woke up at four a.m. I was sleepy. I was just like, "Oh, I'm tired. I'm going to fucking crash out right here on the couch." Yeah. And then I woke up. I was still very tired. I just ate, and then I went to bed. And I was excited to go to bed at eight p.m. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be amazing." I, so then I just stayed on that and I've been sleeping eight hours and oh, I think it's made the difference. If like, you're like, hey, what well, got you into spec ops is like fucking sleeping because they'll take care of you over there and I'll do my additional shit. Um, but they'll, they'll get you ready. They'll get your body ready. All you have to come and do is eat and sleep. You take care of that portion. They'll take care of the physical portion for so you. The sleep was huge. The sleep huge. and eating. Yeah. Huge sleep and eating. And dude, you, you sleep like nine hours. And and here's here's what I was gonna say about this. I used to live with you. Right? Yeah. There was a time when I was waking up at five in the morning. Right. Well, and then there was a pair. There was a time when I was waking up at five in the morning, but you wouldn't wake up. But that that doesn't matter. It was a time when we would wake up at the same. I would wake up early. But you wouldn't wake up till like 11. Yeah. And you couldn't wake up for the fucking life of you. I would sleep through alarms. You would sleep through alarms. Yeah. Oh. You had like 20 fucking alarms <laughs> at like 7 in the morning. And I was trying to sleep. And then <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're waking up at 4 a.m. like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that that was just due to the excessive amount of exercise. Mm. My body was just so tired. I'd go to sleep early. And then I guess I got I got enough rest. Eight hours was satisfied for me. Mm. I sleep with one alarm, no snooze button. Fucking wake up. Uh, my thing is just like usually I'm ready to go. Like it's weird. Four a.m. I'm wide awake. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, let's do this. Um, my number one thing is to throw the sheets off of me. Like get the fucking covers off of me. That's like that. That's that starts my day. You ever have trouble waking up now or no? Throughout my my three months, I've only slept in once accidentally, and now no, I don't have trouble waking up at all. And on the, and I think what really helped with my sleep schedule is that I I'm on my eight hour sleeping schedule, 
six times out of the week. Mm. I allow myself to stay up late one night. And following that late night, I I allow myself to sleep in, Mm. which I usually don't, no matter how many hours of sleep I get. Me sleeping in now, max, the farthest I've been able to push it is 9 a.m. Usually I'll wake up at 7, 8, naturally, no matter how many hours of sleep I got the following night. So it's like like your diet too, you have a cheat day. Yeah, one cheat day out of the week. Um, Yeah, I think that was a big player. So sleep was a big player in body effectiveness. Yeah. The big player in my sleep routine was, I think is that Saturday I wake up early because I have no, I have no spec ops obligations on Saturday. We're off Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. There's no training. So, but I'll go train with you. I'll Mm -hmm. go train with you. So my Wednesdays are, look like my Saturdays too. So swim with Caesar at Barton pool hit yoga and then yeah that that's my exercise but then saturday is fucking cheat day baby cheat day. coffee sometimes we go out <sighs> for some uh, a good breakfast a good though. breakfast i make sure i get grab a good breakfast because breakfast is my favorite food so i'll always have like a good breakfast yeah and then i'll just eat whatever the fuck i want <laughs> but usually i don't eat dirty i do eat her dirty but it's not like my entire day consists of cereal, ice cream, and candy. Yeah. I'll eat a lot. I'll eat a lot of, like, meat. But it could be, like, fried chicken. And, like, you know, lenient shit. <laughs> Cheat day shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck yeah, man. You gained 15 pounds in one month, right? I did. I that's did. dope. I think uh, that's badass. Swimming made me so hungry. Dude, that's fucking crazy. You said you just keep eating and eating and you just gain eating, weight. Yeah. But the thing is, you look... You look good, bro. You look Thanks, jacked. Man. You appreciate look jacked. It. Appreciate it. Appreciate Fucking it. shredded. <laughs> it's swimming, man. It keeps the fat off you. One is that it's like intense ass cardio. Yeah. Two is that um, even like 80 degree water, uh-huh. it's pretty warm. Like the pool that we go to in San Antonio, heated. Yeah. It still affects like it. It does what your body. It's still cold. Your body's still cold, I think. Yeah, I think your body's like 98 or something. Or that, yeah, yeah like it's below they... your body temperature. So your body's trying to keep yourself warm mm, still, yeah. which burns fat yeah. naturally. And that, that, that's why fucking you and me love our, our Byron Creek, which is like 60 degrees, 50 degree cold water. Yeah, 68, 68, bro. It's fucking Bro, amazing. no. No, no it do doesn't no? stay constant. Yeah, it stays constant in my mind. <laughs> in your mind, bitch, if we look it up, I'm looking it up. 68. It stays constant year-round 68. I've looked it up. Barton Springs pool temperature. Uh Boom. 49 right now. No, that's the outdoors. The water. Water. Yeah. Oh. How cold is Barton Springs? Wait, wait. Barton Springs pool. Water temperature. Yeah, that's. Water temperature. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Go <laughs> <laughs> <Come> back yourself. <laughs> so it does stay at 68 degrees. Uh, I'm a dumbass bitch. No, 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 you're good. Damn. But that's why it looks so cool in the mornings when it's really cold outside because below, once out, outdoors is is colder, colder than, the than the 68 wa- degrees. The water it starts to steam. steam. Yeah. It, it feels good. Bad. And the water feels good. Oh, I love it. The water's fucking cold. 68 degrees is cold. Yeah, in the, yeah in, the in the beginning. In the beginning, it's cold, and then 
you go every day and you're fucking yeah whatever but i love it when it's super cold outside because it feels like a fucking hot tub 68 degrees feels like a hot tub when it's fucking 41 degrees outside it's so beautiful and yeah and that's what keeps me i would say not fat Mm. i wouldn't say i'm shredded right now apparently i'm at 15 percent body fat no but i don't look fat gotcha gotcha the swimming um, the cardio yeah swimming swimming is gorgeous and it makes you so hungry all the time that's why i gained weight <laughs> dude that morning routine we have i fucking love it that oh, uh that yeah, i'm in love with that the view of the I'll, city i'll miss it if you guys don't know what barden springs pool is search it up right now but you got a view of the city and then you get the steam when it's really cold and you tell yourself the sentence <laughs> you tell yourself the sentence you tell yourself the sen- i made it today yeah you that's it. your sentence i got my own sentence what's the sentence um fuck <laughs> or <laughs> it's a word as soon as i dive in you know how i do my head dive off the, yeah, the yeah. stairs i get in and i'm always like what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing i get in there i pop up fuck <laughs> 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 i'm gonna go and when um <clears throat> when she's not under the covers ah, that was yours that was, that was something you really you, you recently she, pulled <laughs> when she's not under the covers she looks beautiful yeah there's once you get to the end from where we start yeah from where we start it's like the shallow end yeah and we'll swim to the deep end and there's like this little rail you can hang on to and there's like this other little submerged rail you could stand on mm-hmm. and you prop yourself up and you your, your head just comes above like the little cement sidewalk yeah. and then boom you get the the, view, the gorgeous view of austin skyline and it was foggy one day <laughs> and i was looking at the river Caesar's fucking blind as shit with no <laughs> contact. So I'm always just like, bro, look at the river. It's just so cool. It looks spooky. And then you're like, I can't see anything. But I guess without your contacts, you could still notice the skyline. So you noticed that it was foggy. You couldn't see the skyline. Yeah, not that fucking blind. Then, I can see it. And then, and then you're just like, hey. <laughs> I nudged like, you. <laughs> and I was just, an, I was miring. And I, I just get this nudge. just like, hey. She's under the covers today. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, bro, that guy's probably had that shit planned for a week. No, it came out of me. If I planned it for 15 seconds. It was from the moment of inspiration to the moment I said it. And it was in my head. I was like, oh, where is she? She's <laughs> I was like, I was looking for her because every time I swim over there, we're talking about a skyline, man. I'm looking for her. I'm looking for Babe, and I'm like, "Where's Babe?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's the morning. We just woke up. We gotta keep. We gotta keep. We got a king size bed. We got a king size bed, and we got white covers. And." And the fog right now is our white covers. And she's she's under Fuck. the covers, babe. <laughs> dude, Austin is my girl. Oh, dude, Austin's. Oh, I think Matthew McConaughey put it best. He's like, you love Austin. I like what he said. He's like, or his brother told him it. It was like Austin. You could walk into a bar. There's a transvestite black person and a midget, and everybody feels at home or yeah. something yeah, like yeah. that. That was the exact mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just be yourself. Austin's a city oh, where you fuck. just gotta be yourself, little brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, I love it, man. 
I love this place. Fuck. I love Barn Springs Pool. Yeah. And how good was that book, bro? Green Lights? Bro, oh, my God. Couldn't recommend it more. Couldn't recommend the audiobook more. Mm-hmm. I I think I was even stated this in pat, previous podcasts of ours. Yeah. Right what? here that I'm just like, I'm not an audiobook guy, bro. I'm yes. a book guy. And exactly. boom. Right there. Matthew McConaughey. Eight-hour drive to El Paso, Texas from Austin. Took us all the way. <laughs> Dude, I totally, I knew that when I heard, well, I knew it was a very good book, but I was like, oh, this might be the book to convert them. Yeah. And uh, you, knew you, got, you got that drive. Perfect time to just slip that in there. Green light. Green light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, those were all the questions I had. I mean, I just think it's awesome that the, watching your journey of, uh, from, dude. like, not knowing if you're going to be able to swim that much. And I had a similar, like, yeah, long journey. You fucking got into I'm pretty sure you could pass the PST, bro. Nah. It's, a, it's a swim that gets everybody. Really? Yeah, it's a swim that gets everybody. What up, Jarmbo? This is something that gets everybody in, bro. I mean, we we fucking freestyled race. Oh yeah, yeah. You dude, that beat. Was so much uh, we fun. we tied. That was so much fun, dude. Yeah. Even hard. <laughs> dude, you're a swimmer now. I mean, you had your yeah. own swimming journey. Yeah, you give me those flippers and. Oh, you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Alex gives me those flippers and I get real fucking cocky because I go so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you said you piece of shit <laughs> what did i say i was okay no that i have a fucking underwater parachute on creates 30 pounds no, of drag no, i don't think you did this time. did you okay yeah i had it i had it on <laughs> you, you had the flippers on and before we're swimming back uh you're just like hey <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> hey Wake me up when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take off. <laughs> yeah, before, I, before you could even respond. No just, rebuttal. Just the, like <coughs> availability. Yeah. Just, just fucking, dipped. Just leave it with them. Hey, and bro. you fucking, your, your body turns into a goddamn motorboat with those flans on. <laughs> no matter if I was just like, oh, this piece of shit. I couldn't fucking swim. As hard as I can and catch up to you. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been a journey. It's been fun. It's been fun. I made some great friends. The Spec Ops community. Uh, met that guy, Austin, mm. Navy SEAL candidate. Uh, took me to my first ice bath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was my first fucking ice bath. I was never like an extreme athlete in high school where like the trainers let you take an ice bath or whatever. Motherfucker, I I come to find out that it's a very extreme ice bath. This guy was like, yeah, we'll do like very minimal water, 16 bags of ice. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know better. I told somebody and they're like, what the fuck? It's like two or three, you're good. <laughs> two oh, really? or three bags of ice is average. Five is a lot, apparently. Oh, wow. He's like, we yeah, did 16. 16 bags of ice. <laughs> you did it too. <laughs> You did it too. Yeah, that's what's also been cool is that they're they're good friends now, and I'm able. I mean, you've mingled with them. You, yeah, you've come along. Yeah. You come to the ice bath. You come swimming with us at Barn Creek. That's the thing, man. That's the thing about meeting new people. You you find some new people and you bring them into the old circle, and then they mingle, and then yeah. new circles are created, or it just expands. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, and I uh, met some cool guys. Cool, like just. Uh, it was, f- I, I, 
I sort of very much enjoyed. I very much enjoyed it when I was not the new guy anymore. Yeah, I saw somebody else, and I I was getting fairly decent at swimming at this time. And I see somebody else who isn't like better than me, and I was like, oh shit! I remember, and I caught myself because he was like, hey, like what do you do? And I was just like, just keep swimming, bro. And that's exactly what that. Remember how I told you Juan? He was like, "Yeah, 500 yard warm up," and I was just like, on my first day, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "How did you do it?" He's like, "Just keep swimming. You'll get used to it. Your body gets used to it. Your just body will swim." Swimming. Oh yeah, that's the cool thing. I think that's what uh, I got very infatuated with swimming. Yeah, I think that was the number one thing that I achieved so far is my infatuation with swimming. I became a swimmer. I could say I'm a swimmer. Mm. It's dope. And swimming, like your body. So I could do 500 yards. I could do 1,000 yards. No sweat now. Yeah. I think a mile is like 1,500. I could do a mile, no sweat. And, uh, well, that's what I'm doing. That's about the daily workout. I could do a mile, no sweat. And it's your body. You, your body will, if you just keep going, you... Your mind goes into your subconscious because mm-hmm. like if I do a thousand yards, even to this day, I won't really remember it. I won't really remember what was going on when I was swimming yeah. and it's some, and that's why it'll very much freak me out. Like when I bump heads with somebody, especially at like at Barton Springs pool, if you like run into bar- somebody, mm-hmm. I get very scared because I think I'm just in my subconscious. Like my body is doing its thing. I'm not there consciously i don't think wow like my breathing automatic like breathe what is, out what is your attention on i don't know don't, i don't really know where i go just, just, sometimes i'll focus on one thing like i know if i'm getting real tired i focus on my right arm my right arm i see this coming up and i'm just like push it fast go like farther reach farther uh, and i'm just like i focus on my right arm and when I focus on my right arm for some reason, uh, I go, I go dark in my mind after a while after Ooh, focusing on that. I just that's fucking cool. And your body's supposed to. Your body will. Well, your body slows down, because if you're swimming for distance, your body will find its pace. Yeah. It lo- it knows how to conserve energy. Like it I think like if flow. yeah, if you keep going like. Uh, You'll stop flutter kicking. You'll start kicking up and down real quickly. And I find that my body turns to into scissor kicks, which is a way more effective. Not that much energy, but it'll get you far in the water. Just, instead of going like that, yeah. just scissor kicks. And wow. it's just made all these adjustments throughout this time of swimming. And it's not even me. I've put very much conscious thought into like my adjustments in swimming. The things that I could say that I worked on was cupping my hands, keeping my fingers close together and cupping mm-hmm. them. I remember I used to swim with like my hands wide open. Yeah. That's something I had to focus on that wasn't natural. But kicking, the motions of my body, breathing, all subconscious. My body just doesn't want to drown or get tired. Yeah. So it just does its own thing. And I thought... I'm, and I was experiencing this, and when I would come home, I would like just, I was just like, dude, you swam a thousand. What the fuck, mm-hmm. dude? Your body's doing it. You're not even doing it. 
I can't really give credit. You could give credit to half of yourself. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's so cool. Dude, that's fucking awesome. It's it's the um, it's what this thing, this book talks about, the the inner game of tennis. It tennis, talks about yeah. getting into that state where you, you know, elite athletes, you ask them what happened. How did you do it? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happened. Oh shit! <laughs> I got. I was. Uh, I was at the start of the game, and now I'm at the end. I yeah, <laughs> dude, that's how something feels. Yeah, and and that's what you have to. I think that's what you have to get into to like perform. Mm-hmm. Remember, I told you about the rowing. I just started focusing on my breath to swim to yeah. row longer distances. But it's so cool that you just got there by just keep. I don't know. It's you, consistency. Yeah, man. You you you. But you um, you're fascinated with nature. You're fascinated with your body. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with the body and nature uh yeah i think i told you one time when we were out on the balcony having like that energy moment uh-huh. i remember one time i it's because it stuck in my brain for a while i was just like i don't think <clears throat> i'm connected to the earth we're connected to the humans are connected to planet earth like i don't know if i'd want to go to a different planet it'd be dope exploration wise yeah but like we have something we have an attachment to this place Mm. and yeah Mm. i'm i'm infatuated with the body i'm infatuated with nature and i'm infatuated with their their connection yeah and and that within that you have like this like you kind of just let shit be you Uh i started noticing that within you when we started living together um like throughout our our months living together you became more of like yeah man just let it be (laughs) <laughs> or you know just let it just let it it's raining let's enjoy it let's, let's just let's be with it and that i think translates into the uh into exercise because instead of trying to like f- uh, getting upset of every little thing i feel like you're able to detach a little bit and like just if, if you if you have a bad stroke no big deal mm-hmm. just, let's go on to the next one mm-hmm. and if that one's bad just keep going and eventually it just because you don't you're not focused on the fucking up of it. You just you're able to you're able to let your body fix it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool, man. It's a puzzle piece. I think you're, you're we're all we're all a puzzle piece, and we we connect to the earth. Or everything that we do is just like it connects. A lot of the natural shit, like oh, it's so cool. Especially like when you feel uncomfortable, but like so many people throughout the human lifetime have done it like that's also that's another thing that like helps me calm down it's just like there's been so many fucking swimmers throughout human history yeah it's not like this is impossible and we've found we've done everything that i've done so far millions of people have done before me and that's just a comforting thought and it helps me want to improve yeah. You get me? It doesn't make me scared of swimming. I wasn't. I didn't get scared of swimming. I was just like, so many people have done it. These guys next to me are doing it, and uh, your your body just has a place Damn. in like natural things. It natural things meaning like earth, water, land, or air. Yeah. Whoa, dude! For the people that are possibly thinking of joining the the navy. Do you have any like resources for them that you would recommend to somebody who's like thinking about it? Mm. Uh, like books, podcasts, videos that you watch, people you followed. Anything you think that would help them on their journey? Done zero. Doug zero. Done zero of all of that. 
Oh, you've done zero pers- of all that? Personally, I've done zero of oh, Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, now you're good? Now the experience... Uh, if you just... I mean, your recruiter is probably your best resource. True. Your recruiter is probably your best resource. And your instructor is probably even a better resource. If you're going spec ops. Mm. So if you're going regular Navy, your recruiter is your best resource. You just listen to them. You don't even really have to question anything. Yeah. Just, they've done it a thousand times. It's their fucking job. They get paid for it. They want you in there. Mm-hmm. Listen. And. Does everybody who goes into spec ops get an instructor? Yeah. Everybody gets an instructor. So listen to your instructor. Yeah, listen to your instructor. Especially because my instructor, he's fucking dope as fuck. I love the dude. He's, uh, he's like almost my age. He's like 25, 26. Yeah. He's just a cool dude And he's straight He's more straight than like the recruiter Because the recruiter has to keep like a real professional um, More of like a parenting mentor role to you um, But uh, but your instructor doesn't have Doesn't have like that obligation So they'll be real with you mm. Like your Your recruiter I don't know. It's more of like a the recruiter. I could see as like a parent, a cool parent. Like, dude, will be real with you too. I mean, my instructor, my recruiter is real with me, but there's formalities. And my instructor is more of like a cool uncle, still like an authority, mm-hmm. but just cooler, you know, yeah. doper, really. <laughs> and uh, yeah, those. Uh, besides that, I mean, I didn't do any. Real research, navy.com, Navy, the Navy YouTube to understand the jobs. Um, yeah, but besides that, if you have a question, Google it. Like almost cool. damn near anything else. Yeah, cool. Uh, just do it. The just best way to understand what's happening, at least in spec ops, is just to do it. Hell yeah. Like, there's so much, uh, yeah, I don't think I would worry when it comes to spec ops about doing research. Like, uh, anticipation is more painful than the actual thing. And that's true in this fat, in this aspect too, of spec ops. I remember the first, I think it was like three days after I enlisted, I had my first training and I was freaking out. I was freaking out. And I, that was way worse than probably the fresh actual training when I thought I was going to die. The anticipation. Mm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, train. Train. I train a lot. I enjoy it, though. It's a lifestyle. Love it. Love it. Fucking love it. Do a lot of yoga. Don't sleep. Sleep a lot. Uh, I personally, my nutrition is as long as I get my body weight and protein. Yeah. My body's performing well. And so the PST, you had to maintain until you leave to boot camp. Mm. So you'll get, you pass your first PST, uh, they'll send you into the draft. That's what it's called. Um, it's, they're comparing your numbers with everybody else in the nation who is going for that job as well. And uh, that's why the minimum's just the minimum. You always want to, like, for me, my last PST, even though I'm contracted, my last PST, it's a 12-minute swim. I got a 9-minute and 30 swim. 
push-ups. I got 73 push-ups in under two minutes when the minimum is 42. Sit-ups, sit-ups on ass. I got 67 when the minimum is 50. Pull-ups, I got 12, minimum's four. Run, I got a 9.13 when the minimum's 12.30. So it's always, you're going to want competitive numbers because you're being compared to somebody else. Mm. You get me? So it's always, and then plus you got to, once you get the contract, then you get a new boot camp date. <clears throat> you get a new boot camp date. So mine's January 11th. I'm fucking piecing out of Austin January 11th. Here, it's coming up. Give me the end of an era. End of an era. Beginning of a new one, though. It's the best part. Yeah, that's probably the best part. Speaking of that, beginning of, beginning of a new era. Where do you see uh, two years from now, Alex? Two years from now, Alex? Uh, I just imagined this in my head, actually, in the shower. I'm going to post on Instagram a post. I don't know, of me like dressed up in my air, uh-huh. uh, in my, my flight suit, my helicopter flight suit. Uh, yeah. I think I, in two years from now, I should be graduating from my school. It's two years of fucking schooling and then four years of doing the actual job. So it's a six-year service. Yeah. And I think I'm going to just take a picture, maybe in the helicopter or something, post on Instagram. It's like, all right, I finally get to I, – I start the job I applied for two years ago. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to cash in it. Hell so yeah. That's where I see myself in two years start, <laughs> starting this job. job. <laughs> <laughs> and if um, – I don't know where I'm going with this question. You can go wherever you want with this All question, right. but in like uh, in a few sentences or in a sentence, Ooh. give a uh, two years from now, Alex, some time, some advice. Ah, I love this shit. Some advice. Some advice. Two years from now, in the future? Yeah, it could be whatever. Huh? Yeah. Give him some advice. What if he's uh, in a know. slump? Yeah. What if he's in a slump? If I'm in a slump, Alex, you bitch. <laughs> you slumping? <laughs> Why <are> you slumping? <laughs> oh shit! Why you um, some advice. If I'm in a slump, I would like to. I would like to give Alex because I mean, if Alex is doing good, just keep doing you. Just keep living. Just keep living. <laughs> you're doing stuff. You're doing it right. <laughs> if you're doing good, you'll know you're doing good. Just keep doing that. Yeah. But if you're in a slump. Uh, right now, I believe I'm living a good life. And what does a good life consist of for me? Um, good friends. Important. Good books. Good sleep. Good food. And good exercise. Take care of all of that, and I think you'll, you'll get back. You'll get back to living good. There you go. Solid. Ah, that, was like, that, that, was a, that was a Matthew McConaughey sentence right there. I don't know if he's ever said it. That was that was organic. That was good when those moments come. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Get out of here, sloppy bitch. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> oh shit, bro. Whew. Dude, thanks so much for doing this again. Um, yeah, we're closing the book, man. Uh, yeah, I just it. realized it's weird. My heart started beating because I I, I started being fast. So I think this might be the last time we record. Might not be, but no. Um, it depends on where you. De- depends on where you're willing to go. Oh, you know me, bro. Ah. You fucking know me. I'm, I'm willing to go all over the fucking world. I'm gonna text you. Be like, yo, podcast in Italy or what? Ah. <laughs> Dude, you fucking text me because you know that's the type of shit I feed off of. Dude, I mean, you know I'm gonna be everywhere. 
Come fucking surf with me in Pensacola, Florida. That's where I'll be the next two years. Wow. Yeah, Pensacola, yeah, Florida. Man. No, for real. Yeah. Piano and so. Oh, future Alex. If you didn't learn piano and surfing, and if it's and if you're in Pensacola or finished with Pensacola, Florida, go fuck yourself. If you didn't <laughs> learn those two things, that's like literally all I want to focus on for two years: surfing, surfing and piano. Wow, man. Yeah. So if you didn't learn that, I'll just get back on it or some shit. <laughs> Ooh, dude, hell yeah! I I can't wait to go visit you and yeah, Pensacola, and- Florida. I looked up some pictures. It's pretty. Dude, the whole world is pretty, bro. Every city's got its pretty spot. I don't know about El Paso, Texas there, buddy. Oh, dude. El Paso, Texas has its beautiful places. Piece of shit. No, bro. I'm convinced. It's like every city. Every city's got what you need. You just got to find it. Yeah, you just okay. That's that's fucking that's Matthew McConaughey. Green light. <laughs> Green light. Yeah, for real. Okay, yeah. Thinking about you know, it. Yeah. Vag- yeah. In vagabonding, the book vagabonding. Dude, I can't find that book. No. My fucking mom. I was like, mom, bro. <laughs> My boy Caesar gave that to me. Oh, don't worry. It has a nice message in it. I wrote that this is my book. Uh-huh. I lent it to you to read one page. <laughs> she fucking lost it. <laughs> mom, I want my damn book back. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Uh, nah, bro. Thanks for everything, man. What a fucking journey. Hell been, yeah. Man. 2020 has been a hell of a fucking year. 2020, man. we're wrapping oh. up. I can't wait to hear this again. I can't wait to hear the other podcast. Oh, man. We have a trilogy, man. We have a trilogy. We have and a trilogy. we've changed in each episode. Like, you could see, we could probably see the change from episode one to right here. Drastically, bro drastically changed Dude, it's, it's a, cool it's a beautiful thing it's a time capsule it's, it's cool yeah cool. man i appreciate these i i really appreciate these i've never done it i've never done something like it and uh, i like it and i don't know i'm not i don't think i'm a person that will do it myself why not i'm not a podcaster why you got you got shit to talk about you got cool shit to say i'm a pianist <laughs> uh, i'd rather be a pianist you're a pianist i'm a reader I think I'm a writer. Yeah. A little bit of a writer. But I enjoy doing this. I just don't know if I enjoy it like like you. Mm. I enjoyed I I think I enjoy being a guest. Uh yeah. Your your questions pick my own like and make me think. And I think that's cool. And like the answers that I give didn't know I was capable of giving these answers. Ooh. Yeah. That's great. It's awesome when you uh, when we surprise ourselves and you you're like, oh, I can do it. I can do it. You, uh, you discover a new part of yourself. Hell yeah. Um, you know this podcasting shit, dude. I, I love it. Dude, it's so cool. Yeah. So this is it. This is it. I feel like uh, I should I should take a sabbatical from the a good long sabbatical from the Dosa Caesar podcast. <gasps> no, don't you fucking say it to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that that's all right, bro. We welcome sabbaticals here at the Dose of Season. Yeah, we'll take a sabbatical. Next one's got to be in a foreign land. Oh, shit. Next one's got to be in a foreign land. Okay, and I'll write I'm, this down. In a foreign land. Foreign land. Um, With a foreign beer. In a new year. All right, well, that one's easy. It's about to be a new year. It's about to be a new year. Maybe. I don't know. I want to come back to this, like even more changed than we changed in one year you know mm. 
Yeah, man. And I mean, the I guess I guess if we were to re-listen to these or re-listen, um, especially on this one, on this one, I have like people know or like if you listen to this, you'll know where I'll be like in six years or like where I should have been or maybe something happened or something like that. I'm, yeah. Maybe I dropped out or maybe, maybe I fucking died. <laughs> something. But uh, I want... I want it to be a big change next time I talk about mm. uh, just on here. Yeah, just man. on here. I think uh, maybe a, lo- a little bit of like a uh, where are they now <laughs> type episode. <laughs> you know, I, I think the reunion, the reunion. I think it's just going to keep going for a while. This podcast is like special. It's like it just I think it's just going to keep going, transform. It's, it's going to be awesome at the end of my life. When it's like uh, it's like journals, you know. Yeah. When, when you uh, in the, you you can be you can read a, a historical people's journals. Yeah. Now you're gonna be able to listen to historical people's podcasts. Yeah, uh, with the so emotion. Like, yeah, the, the year twenty one hundred, and you're listening to all Caesar and Alex, whatever <sighs> the fuck they ended up doing in life. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um. This is so cool. I'm excited. In a foreign land. Dude, I was going to say something before we part, but I fucking forgot um, because it feels like we've already parted like three times during this podcast. But Yeah, we've um, parted each time. I mean, we had our own. Okay, so the first one, we didn't part at all. We were going through the pandemic together. Yeah. The second one, you left. You left the apartment. Yeah. Which was a little bit of a parting, but we, we found ourselves a nice routine that kept us pretty close yeah and now now it's gonna be different yeah man so i made myself a vow that i've told a lot of people and it pisses them off it makes no sense get the, get the mic about a fist away from me <laughs> 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 about a fist sucker <laughs> um is that uh i would not like during my navy years my six year service to the united states navy yeah i want to hold myself to not to not ever enter familiar places this is supposed to be an adventure this is alex's life adventure so far exploration of the world and what would be the point of it spending any like even a penny towards going somewhere I've already been when the goal is to explore. So no Austin. Ah, that hurts more than the next sentence, but no El Paso either. Whoa. I'm not saying no to people. Yeah. I'm saying no to places. So to my family, to my friends, come visit <laughs> wherever <laughs> I'm at, but I won't visit those places. Maybe we can meet up. Yeah. Maybe meet halfway. If you yeah. want to meet up, uh, Anywhere, somewhere fucking random. You're if you're Monster. in El Paso and I'm stationed in fucking Japan or California, you can meet in Sedona, <laughs> Sedona, Arizona. <coughs> Maybe have a have a good time in Las Vegas. If I'm north and you're south in El Paso or Austin, let's go on a riverboat gambling spree on the Mississippi. We'll meet. <laughs> You know? Anything. Yeah, dude, that sounds fucking badass. I mean, you know, 
I'm in, bro. I'm in. I mean, I'm going. Yeah, you're the only you, you and maybe everybody that's in Austin that I think sort of understands why. Yeah. But like a lot of people in El Paso are just like, that's fucked up. <laughs> nah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck up, I, it was fucked up as you not wanting to go see the world. Yeah. Like, you're let me, uh, let me you're depriving yourself of a gift. Yeah. So many people to and meet, so available. many cultures to experience. Friends and to, to meet. Yeah. I mean, I, Lovers dude, to love. Dude, yes. All of that good shit. Don't, don't, don't make me feel bad for wanting that. What? Uh, what? No, no, no. Just oh, every, like, everybody? The people who have told me. Ah, uh, yeah, no, don't feel bad. People will say what they say. Yeah. Um. No, but yeah. It's because it also got to my head. I was just like, am I being a dick? Like, no Christmas with my family? Ooh, that's a big commitment. It's hard. It's probably going to be very hard. And I really don't want to fold. And it might mean not seeing my niece for six years mm. if my sister or mom never come out to visit me. Mm. which is hard which is like maybe just go to the small towns around el paso that's a, that's a cheat <laughs> i'm giving no. you a cheat go i watched one video i watched yeah. one navy video it was about life on board or something uh-huh. like that and this guy he was just like something i regret going back home all the time you, you i including myself and he says most people join the navy because they want to travel the world what's the point if you're not even fucking traveling the world you're spending all your money on flights back home on transportation back home that money could have gone to a nice cultured mill in india yeah, yeah. and he's like bro it sounds it sounds a little ridiculous it what? sounds a little ridiculous say like i'm stationed in california i could probably drive i mean it's not gonna kill me and it probably won't be a big financial hit to come visit but no oh yeah i don't think it sounds ridiculous i get what you mean it's a, it's a little extreme. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But extreme is cool. Extreme gives you different results, I think. Yeah. Extreme, uh, if you want a different, would you be good? I want an extraordinary life. Yeah, man, you make it work. However, I think you can make anything work. Uh, anyone can make anything work. Hey, we'll see you in we'll see you in a foreign land, man. We'll we'll see this micro this microphone. We'll see this pod. I think it's more of the podcast. We'll see the podcast in a foreign land. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for coming on. Hell yeah. Until next time. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys later. Later. Hey there. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, well, green light, make sure you hit subscribe because there's new episodes every Thursday. And if you really want to go above and beyond, you can rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date in my journey of talking to the most interesting people in the world and learning new skills, well, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter called The Caesar Encyclopedia by going to doseofcaesar.com. The Caesar Encyclopedia goes out every Friday, and it's where I share the new books I'm reading, the new habits or systems I tested out, and of course, my favorite recipes because we all know I love my food. But hey, no matter what you do end up doing with this podcast, remember to follow McConaughey's wise words of, just keep living, baby. Just keep living. (laughs) Ha <laughs>